hello, hello, everyone. This is I Don't Care the Podcast with Alexia Stefano, who is me, who, if you can't tell by my voice, I'm sick. And I'm not just sick. I have COVID. So, that's phenomenal. This week, we were supposed to be listening to my interview with Meg McCarthy, but I had to postpone the interview with her because I actually got a job last Tuesday, and that required me to go in on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Meg and I had planned our interview for Friday to then come out today. And so we had to reschedule, and so that interview will come out, but we have to push it for a couple weeks. So yeah, I had a job, and it was around kids, and unfortunately that job gave me COVID, which then meant that I had to postpone the interview that I, I was supposed to have tomorrow with another special guest. Um, so here I am um a little bit sick a lot sick actually uh recording the podcast for you guys instead on my own but next week we will have an interview I'm hoping um but yeah so everything will that I planned will still come out it will just come out later which is fine the art of being an actor is knowing how to improvise and so that's what this is. Now, I am a minute and 45 seconds in, and my throat hurts already from talking this much, and I'm out of breath already, and so I am a little nervous about making it through this episode. It might not be an hour long. We will see. I will do my best, but yeah, I got COVID. Um... I, my job, it was really short. I was just kind of subbing in for a teacher, essentially, for acting, teaching acting at a school. But I think everyone kind of got COVID. Uh, and it's inevitable, I feel like, around children. So I'm not mad about it. I'm a little mad about it. It's fine. But yeah, I was really, 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 really not feeling good. Um, I had the worst migraine, my throat, I can't breathe through any of my holes, uh, my ears are plugged, um, so the first day was the worst day, and yesterday was better, and today is better as well, but, um, I kind of can't relax today, because I had to film a couple auditions for acting, And now I'm recording the podcast, so I'm feeling exhausted. I didn't have a good night's sleep. Um, My throat hurts, and I'm congested. Uh, So, yes, I'm feeling good otherwise, and I'm happy to to be doing well, considering. So, yeah. Um, On other news, today, I don't care about breathing on topic of COVID. I, one of my biggest pet peeves, you guys, is not being able to breathe from my nose. And I am so annoyed that I can't do that right now. Like I am genuinely so annoyed. So not being able to breathe from my nose is a really massive issue for me because I am someone who only breathes out of my nose. 
always and not being able to do this is very difficult for me but it is what it is i i have to deal but i don't care this week about congestion don't care about congestion this is what it sounds like when i try and breathe out of my nose not pretty not cute at all right now i have one nostril open it's like going back and forth between which one is plugged and it's very frustrating but I didn't even tell you guys the topic of today, and I'm very excited for it. I'm a little nervous because it's a bit controversial, but um, oh well. Controversial is kind of my middle name. Oh, I'm getting a phone call. BRB. Okay, we're back. My mom just called me and um, asked what I wanted because she went to go pick me up some medicine for my congestion. And she's like, do you want a Slurpee? And a little fun fact about me. I may or may not be addicted to Slurpees. Me and my best friend Cassie go all the time. And she also has COVID with me right now. We're not quarantined together, though. Maybe we should have. But, um, yeah. Anyways, so back on to the controversial topic of today's episode. Me giving parenting advice, though I am absolutely not a parent, nor do I want to be a parent. Now, this came to my mind for a couple reasons, because one, parents sometimes get stuck, I feel, from an outside, wanting to make their kids happy, and so I feel like, I feel like I'm just going to be a really strict parent, And I'm like, oh my god, why are you letting your kid do that? But now being a dog owner, like, I get it. You don't want to yell all the time. You don't want to do everything all the time. Like, if they have something they shouldn't and they're not going to die, it's kind of like, well, they can keep it. You know what I mean? I've done a lot of work. They can keep the fucking thing. But, um, so yeah, uh, that's one reason. But also because... I feel like I have some good things that I could say, and I also feel like maybe some of the things are going to be stupid, but this episode is mainly just to have some fun with it, you know, and, you know, take what you will, but I'm not telling people how to parent, I'm not saying what's wrong or what's right. At the end of the day, every parent's going to do what's best for their child or children, and just so you know, what you're doing is great for them, and you're awesome, and you're rocking it, but I'm just gonna have some fun with it, don't take anything personally, um, yeah, I'm just gonna kind of share my opinions, or what I would do, or what I would say, or feel, or whatever, but on the topic of being a dog mom, today I'm recording this on August 1st, 2022, and it is my beautiful puppy's first birthday, Luna turns one today, and I love her. I feel very guilty because um, my plan was to have her friends, her doggy friends, come over and, you know, celebrate like that. But unfortunately, because I'm sick, they can't do that. And so we're going to postpone the birthday celebrations until a little bit later on. I feel bad about that, but... um you know, she's, she doesn't know. She's not going to be that mad. So I'm, I'm okay. It's okay. We're all okay. 
But parenting and raising a, a dog is very difficult. It, it takes a lot of energy, patience, strength, patience. Did I mention patience? Because it takes a lot of that. And repetition. A lot of just, you know, repeating the same thing over and over and over and over again. Until they get it. And it's frustrating because I don't have the patience. But, you know, Luna gets it. She's a great dog. It, you know, it, it took her a little bit of time to grasp onto the idea of only peeing outside. But now she gets it. She has a couple accidents, mainly when people greet her and she just gets so much positive energy at once. She's like, oh my god, I'm so excited. Oh shit, I've now peed. So that's that's Luna and her, her excitement kind of when she meets people. That's what she does. But it's really adorable, and I, well, it's not adorable when she pees, but her excitement when she meets people or sees people again is just the cutest thing ever. Um, okay, so let me explain to you how this episode's gonna work. So like I said, I'm going to be giving parenting advice, and how I'm going to be doing that is I, I joined a couple mom Facebook groups, and I took a few things that lots of the moms were asking or a couple parents had questions about, and I am going to answer it. And also, um, I've also written down questions that I've heard maybe my aunts talk about or that I've heard from social media or whatever. So th these are kind of common issues that I think parents deal with, and I'm going to answer them as if I was a parent, um, dealing with it myself, or just how I would, if a parent for some reason came to me and was like, I need advice, this is what I would tell you. So, I have a lot of feelings on this first, on this first topic, and like I said earlier, this episode might be cut short, depending on how, um, long I could talk with my voice hurting, but we'll see. I don't want to strain my voice. Anyways, the first thing that parents question about or need advice for. I'm having a hard time picking which school to send my kid to. Public school or private school? So, I went to private... No, I did not. I went to public school. And I know people who went to private school. And... Public and private school people go to the same colleges, go to the same universities, you know, work the same jobs. So whether or not you go to a fancy high school doesn't make you better. It doesn't make your kid more better off, well off, or whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, when we graduate grade 12, we've graduated grade 12. You're done high school. And nobody really cares whether you went to private or not. It doesn't mean you're more prestigious or you're smarter or you're a better human being or you're rich. I mean, no, you are richer if you go to private. But you're not, you're not a better person because you went to private school. You're not more smart than someone who went to public. 
you're not less chaotic. You're not a drug dealer or stoner or, you know, you don't do shit at parties because you go to private school. In fact, you probably do more of it. Just you're hiding more of the shit that you do because you go to private and you can't get caught. Whereas public, if you get caught, you're not going to get in too much trouble. I mean, you might get suspended, expelled if it's severe. Your parents might beat your ass. Figuratively, not literally. But my point is, is I don't like private school people. And I don't mean that personally. I mean it more of like the stigma, you know, that's around it. It's annoying. I think people who think their kids are going to have a better life, more opportunities, go to better colleges and universities because, you know, you're a freaking private school child student? Nah, that's bullshit. You get the same education at private school and public school. That's just not negotiable for learning the same curriculums. So, I mean, that's at the end of the day what you're choosing between. Do I do one school where they're going to learn the same curriculum as the other, but they just have to wear these really ugly outfits? Or the other school where they're going to learn the same curriculum, but they get to be creative in what they want to wear and they get to express themselves and discover who they want to be within their fashion and, you know, learn who they are while also gaining a good education? Or do I, you know, send my kid to public, sorry, private school where they're going to learn the same curriculum, but they have to wear these one outfits and they don't really get to explore their own personality within their clothing, but rather instead they have to only wear these. And it's very sexist in terms of Women have to wear skirts, and the men have to wear pants, and you don't get to change, and whatever. So, (laughs) send your kids to public, guys. If you want to do private, no problem. I do know lots of people who went to public, sorry, went to private school, and they're great people, and, you know, some, I'm a great person, you know what I mean? And I went to public, so I don't think it's, it's really not that deep. If you're struggling financially, public is amazing. If you're rich as fuck and you're like, I'm prestigious, then sure, send your kids to private. You do you. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. You want what's best for your kid. If it's private, if it's public, it doesn't matter. They're going to get the same education. Okay, let's move on. I don't know which activity to put my kid in. Okay, so growing up, for me... I did quite a bit of activities. I started with soccer. Um, I hated it, so that didn't last long. Um, and then I went into gymnastics and, um, you know, whatever. Gymnastics, ch- cheer a little bit. I did, like, some of that stuff. And uh, it was really fun, but... I felt the most at home doing dance, and so I did tap and jazz, I think, just to start, and then gradually did tap, jazz, lyrical, modern, um, contemporary, shortly, uh, acro, did I say ballet? I did a bunch. Um, 
And even that wasn't my calling. So, you know, you can, you put, as long as you're doing something, I think, where your kid gets to be physically working um, out their body, or if that's totally not something they want to do, fine. They don't have to. Like, if they're telling you, hey, I don't want to work my body in these ways, it's just not comfortable, then, you know, I think the best thing is to have discussions with your kids and be like, hey, you know, you have these options or these are opportunities, you know, during the summer or after school, there's certain things that you need to be doing to stimulate your mind when it's not working on school or to stay fit physically. And um, if you give them options and they don't like any of the options, then I think it's important to see where your kids thrive. You know, if they love to kick a ball, but maybe they don't associate with soccer, then you can associate them with soccer. So, you know, I think it's a balance of like learning your kid, learning, learning about your kid and seeing what they like, having open conversations about maybe they have something they want to try. Like maybe you thought they would love to do hockey, but instead they really want to try um, Taekwondo. Then with a conversation, they can let you know that. Whereas, you know, if you're just putting them in stuff without having conversations, maybe they just don't like the stuff. And they're like, I don't like this, mom. I don't like this, mom. You're like, well, why? And it turns out because they wanted to do Taekwondo. Anyways, so yeah, I, I I would talk to your kids and be like, hey, it's really important to have act after school activities that you do what is it that you want to do and if you don't know that's fine like why don't we try this and if you don't like that stick it out for a year and then next year we'll try something out and we'll do this until you find what you like to do I think at the end of it oh my god guys I am struggling really hard to speak (laughs) it's okay it's going well Um, But at the end of the day, it's important that your kids do some sort of after-school activity, I think, at least. Um, So they can at least learn teamwork, but also self-determination. Because that's when you start to be like, I want this for me. I am determined for me. So I think it's so important because you learn so much during after-school activities about yourself, which is amazing. Okay, any tips on getting a toddler to poop in the toilet? Well, ha ha ha. Let's talk about shit, shall we? How to get your toddler to shit? Well, oh, why, why not, like, you know, get one of those, like, potties, like the little travel potties, like, sit it in front of a TV. And don't play, like, cartoons or something that they like. Because then they might associate, you know, this cartoon with taking a dump. And so if they're sitting on the couch and they're watching, like, Caillou, for an example, and they're like, oh, Caillou's on, I need to shit. So maybe just have, like, a specific show for pooping. Um, But also, I'm sure there's, like, YouTube videos on, like, you know... I don't know, like YouTube videos on how to train your child to poop? Is it specifically pooping? 
Yeah. Is it, like, difficult for kids to poo in toilets instead of pee? Because my next note is, my kid is scared of her poo. And it's like, whoa. I didn't know we could be scared of our poops. Why is she scared of her poo? Is she scared because it's brown? Because it's big? Because it's, like, what? What is scaring her, I wonder? Like, a thing that I would do is maybe go on YouTube and find if there's a specific cartoon where the cartoon characters are poos. Because then maybe, if your kid's scared of poo, they can not be scared of poo by watching a cartoon character who is a poo. Just a thought. I'm going to move on from that one because I think that I have no advice for potty training because I don't I don't fucking know I, honestly what I would do is just sit their asses on that toilet and they don't get off until they've gone but also I don't think that's healthy parenting so I don't know but also it might be healthy parenting if that's what you do good for you because that's what I would do but if that's not what you do then good for you too because whatever you choose to do is right for you I'm just going to keep saying that throughout the whole thing so nobody gets mad at me. Whatever you do with your kids is good for you. I am just bullshitting over here. Not being super serious. We don't got to worry about that. No, there's no drama over here. Tips for getting over, um, oh, so yeah, tips for getting over that poop fear. Right, well, other than them watching characters, cartoon characters who are shapes of poo maybe even like you know this is crazy but really if they're scared of their poo like maybe after they've gone poo like instead of flushing it right away you get your child to like talk to it maybe make a friend out of the poop I know that's really gross and like weird but you know maybe they need they just need to get to know each other like, maybe your kid just needs to know her shit, literally, and be besties with it. But not too much for them when you flush it, it's like a big issue. Anyways, let's move on. What sleep schedule should I do with my baby? Naps, bedtime, wake time, well look, every baby's different. So if you want to be on a sleep schedule and your kid is like, fuck, that I am not hopping on that sleep schedule then you're not hopping on that sleep schedule no matter how much you try no matter how many how much you try and train your kid to sleep at these certain times if your baby doesn't want to your baby's not gonna and so at the end of the day there's gonna be people who are like this sleep schedule is the best every mother should be on this sleep schedule every father should do this sleep schedule and da 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 da. Look, that's BS. Your kid's gonna wake up whenever he wants, is gonna nap whenever they want. You're gonna try, and if you get them on a sleep schedule, good for you. And if you don't, that's totally fine. I feel like that's the common thing that parents end up doing is not finding a proper schedule, no matter how much they try. So, there's no right or wrong. It's whatever is right for you. And it's, I'm pretty sure, all trial and error if I had to guess. And so, you know, that's what you're going to be doing. People can tell you, get on this sleep schedule. 
do this wake time, do this nap time, whatever, but it might not work for you. And if it doesn't, don't like take it personally or think that you're a bad parent. You're not. It's just not what's right for your family. And so you can listen to people's advice as I'm giving advice here. You can listen to people's advice, but it might not work for you. And that's fine. And if that happens, you know, oh, well, that's okay. No big deal. I'm kind of zooming through these, so I'm thinking this is going to be a short episode, but it's okay because I'm kind of dying over here. My throat. Not okay. Okay. I don't like breastfeeding, and pumping is so much work. Am I a bad mom if I formula feed? No, you're not a bad mom. If you formula feed, if you breastfeed, if you pump exclusively, literally, if you're feeding your baby, you're doing the right, you're doing it right. Like, it doesn't matter how you choose to feed your baby. It just doesn't. If you only breastfeed, cool. If you only pump, cool. If you do a mixture of the both, cool. If you only formula feed, cool. There's like such a stigma and shame around moms who only formula feed or only pump or can't breastfeed. And it's like there are so many medical issues and it's hard, I'm sure. I mean, like, I know my brother bit my mom's nipple. That can't, that can't feel good. That's got to be painful. So, of course, if that happened, I'd be like, hell no. This baby is only getting formula. No way. Also, I'm someone who, if I ever did have kids, which I don't want, I would not ever ever let them breastfeed off of me because I don't want saggy boobs and so if you don't want saggy boobs and you don't want to get a breast you know fix or whatever the fuck they're called then don't breastfeed and you're not a bad mom for doing that and you're not selfish because at the end of the day you're still going to feed your baby and in formula food it got it has all the nutrients that you need. It has everything. I mean, it's safe for your babies and it's not taking away that experience because you're still feeding them. You're still bottle feeding them. You're still holding them. You know? Just because it's not mouth on nipple doesn't mean nothing. Doesn't mean that kids going to love you less or hate you or doesn't mean that you're a bad mom. And to the moms who think that way, fuck you. If you're a mom and you think that because another mom can't breastfeed their child or chooses not to, that they're bad, oh, you're a bad person. Just saying. I'm not saying you're a bad mom. I'm just saying you're a bad person. Because every single mom who decides to feed their kid however they want to feed their kid is right. And we don't judge how parents decide to feed their children. Because as long as their kids get what they need, which is the nutrients and the milk and the food and the full bellies, that's what's important. 
And that's on period. Moving on. I want my kids to eat the most nutritious food, but it's expensive and I don't know if they will like it. So true. So, if you have children like me, then you're annoyed because they are picky eaters and I am the pickiest eater probably on the planet. Um, I don't eat most, most food and I don't like most food. And you know what? That's totally fine. But, but, um, making my mom waste money on food that is so expensive that I might not like is not what I would want for her and what I don't want for most parents. Look, if you know your kid doesn't like carrots, don't get them carrots. You know, don't get them organic carrots because they're not going to eat it. If they don't like the cheap kind, they're not going to like the expensive kind. So only get what your kids already like in organic. And you could try, like, you know, if you want to see if they like broccoli, just get the regular kind. And if they do, then transition transition to the organic. So at least you're saving that money that way. And also, you know, if they um, are picky then maybe you don't need to get the organic stuff. You're not sacrificing your health. Just get organic in whatever ways you can. If it's just, you know, a, a, a bit of strawberries or organic milk or whatever, like, just don't, do not get yourself in debt because you want organic food or the most nutritious. And yes, I think organic strawberries are so delicious. And I think they last longer. But I'm not trying to get people to break the bank for these organic strawberries when the other ones are just as good, you know? They're not maybe as great, but they are still so yummy. So don't feel like you need to spend so much money. And yeah, if you don't know that your kid likes it, then... Maybe get them to go to someone else's house who has organic food. Get them to try the food that you want them to try at somebody else's house who already spent the money on it. And then come back to you and be like, Mom, I like that. Mom, I didn't like that. And then that way, you didn't spend any of your own money. And you know your answers. So, or go to Costco. You know, take a kid to Costco. Get them to try the little samples. I don't know. I feel like there's ways around it, and don't feel guilty if you can't get the most nutritious shit. Like, I didn't, and I'm fine. I'm healthy, and I like my simple stuff. Do a nice balance. Not everything has to be greens or reds or whatever, vegetables. Do what you want. You know what I mean? Do what you want. Okay, moving on. I am zooming through these. Next one is tips on punishing or giving consequences to kids without scarring them, but still preparing them for the real world. Well, the real world is scarring and scary and traumatizing and emotionally difficult. And so I think it's fine to punish, you know. Obviously, we don't want to hit and abuse but a little, you know, slap on the bum, slap on the wrist, never hurt no one. But there's also a different style of parenting, which I never understood. 
but I get it, but I don't. Like, I get it, but I can never, ever, ever do it. You know what I mean? So I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's this new parenting style called gentle parenting. And I like it. I really do. And I try it with my dog. And so it's like, I'm always telling her, I'm like, actually, we're not going to do that right now, Luna. What we're going to do instead is come over here and calm down. You want that sock, but, but it's not for you. So instead, we're going to come over here and actually play with this toy, okay? And she, she, I believe she listens and understands. But it's instead of punishing or, or yelling or telling them that they're wrong, it's, hey, are you angry? You are angry. Can you tell me why you're angry? Oh, you're angry because you can't, you know, pet that spider? Well, we don't pet spiders because da-da-da-da-da. But instead of petting that spider, why don't we go inside and watch a video about spiders? Or, or instead of doing that, do you have any ideas of what we can do instead? Or we can leave that spider there and we can just watch it because it's in the nature. And we don't touch things in the nature. Um, you know, and... And that's kind of what gentle parenting is, is really walking your kids through situations. And I think that that is amazing. But I also feel like that's not 100% preparing them for bosses, for, you know, the hard realities of assholes in the world. And so, you know... I think it's really good for training their minds, but I fear, and now I have no idea any of the science, and I've done zero research, so I am not speaking on behalf of anyone, on behalf of any science, on behalf of any knowledge. I'm just putting out a question. Are they truly prepared for the future when they've when they've, you know, been curated, in a sense, to be, I don't know, because, I mean, I guess they're learning how to adapt in situations and find solutions, so they're actually going to be great problem solvers. My only fear is that they're not going to be emotionally stable if someone yells at them, which, unfortunately, happens all the time in, in you know, people's work or strangers who are dicks or whatever um so you know I guess nobody still is though you know I could you can be someone who's who got punished growing up and still like your boss yelling at you at work can still make you emotional so I guess we're all in the same boat at the end of the day also if you're a boss who yells at your workers screw you you're an asshole try gentle parenting um, so that's my tips on punishing, is try out gentle parenting, and if that doesn't work for you, totally good. Do whatever you need to do. Punish, put them in a corner, put them on timeout, give them a little slap on the wrist or bum, um, you know, tell them, do not do this or else you can't get this. Totally fine, in my opinions as well. But again, I'm not a parent, so what do I know? Moving on. Other moms like to mom shame and make moms feel like they are doing something wrong. I need to ignore it 
but it's hard. Yeah. Other moms sometimes on social media can feel like their way is the right way and that there is no other way. And it kind of is like the parliament. It's kind of like the government. It's kind of like assholes that are around the world, a.k.a. white men. Um, not everything is one way or another. And so if one mom does one thing one way or one dad does one thing one way or one mom's or not one mom's or you know what I mean, parents do everything differently. And so if one parent judges another parent, a.k.a. mom shaming, that's not good. Because just because something didn't work for your kid and maybe scarred them doesn't mean that it's going to scar another. And so, yeah, I get it. You might be looking out for them, but you're being a Karen at the end of the day. And it's like, no one likes Karens. You know what I mean? They suck. And so, um, yeah, I think that if you are someone who is on social media and, you know, even, even with me, like when I post things of my dog, um, I've had comments be like, you're gonna, she's gonna break her arms if you, if you do that to her, or that's not how you're supposed to train her. If you tell her, you know, to leave it, then you have to have a da-da-da-da-da, and I'm like, guys, you can tell me whatever you want. Tell me I'm doing whatever I'm doing wrong. Tell me that this isn't right. Whatever. What I'm doing is for my dog because I love her and it works for her and I'm not going to do something to hurt her because I fucking love her. So don't worry. We're fine over here. Luna's doing great. She's literally living her best life ever. So don't worry about her. She's good. She's fine. She's chilling. And so that's what it is, but not for dogs, for humans, for babies. And I'm about to sneeze. So one second. I sneezed about 10 times. I cannot stand being so congested. It is not good for me. But what was I saying? Um, yeah, so transitioning what I just said to human beings. Parents can post whatever they want to post of their kids, and people are going to comment back. And there are going to be some people telling you that what you're doing is wrong, or it seems unsafe, or it's not what's best, and you love your kid, right? And so you're not going to do something to harm them, or that's wrong for them. Though sometimes, you know, it's something that you might not know, like maybe a toy that they have is actually on um, callback because something's wrong with it or whatever. You know, you never know. So sometimes it is helpful. But to the parents who are, like, literally shaming others because they feel like their way is quite literally the only way or the highway, reass reassess. Because it's not. And if you want to go out there and, and tell moms that they're bad because they don't breastfeed or they're bad because they use reusable diapers or whatever it is that you guys want to make up, I don't know. Just don't, because it's so not worth it, because your kid is different than their kid, and maybe their kid is allergic to regular diapers and needs reasonable, or maybe they're really eco-friendly, you know, you don't know, so just don't judge people, it's so annoying, and that goes to everybody, we don't do that, we don't judge, and I'm telling myself that too, 
We don't judge because that's annoying and mean. So moms, stop shaming other moms. Dads, stop shaming other dads. Moms, stop shaming dads and vice versa. Gosh. Anyways, fun fact about me, another one. I actually hate kids. I do. I think that they are really freaking annoying. And um, I really don't like the ages from 2 to 13. I think one is really, like, zero to one is really cute, and I think teenagers are awesome. Um, the the in-between, the most annoying ever. But also, I will work with them, and I will teach your children acting, if that's what they want to do, and I will totally do it, no problem, because I love teaching acting, and I love acting, and I love acting so much that I will associate with children for it, so love that. But, I, I just felt like saying, I actually don't like kids, and that's why it was fun for me to do this, is because I was like, well, let me talk about kids, though I don't like them. And, um, since I was doing the, the camp, I felt like it was on theme as well. I also have my babysitter's license, so it's, I don't like kids, but I worked with them last week, I have my babysitting license, I'm talking about them. Um, and it's honestly just constant reminders of why I don't like them. You would think that I'd be like, oh, surrounded and change my mind. But I'm like, gosh, I really don't like them. But yeah, I got my babysitter's license in middle school. And I don't know where it is. I have no evidence of that era, that time in my life. But I do have it. It did happen. You could ask my mom. She will tell you. Um... So yeah, I've done babysitting before, and uh, I have a story that I really don't have the energy to share, but I'll share it anyways, and I'm sorry that this podcast is kind of shitty, but that's how I'm feeling, so I promise the next few weeks are going to be really amazing. Anyways, let's get back to the story. Let's get into the story. I haven't started it. So I babysit for my cousins a lot, and this one cousin... um, He's an only child, so it was just him and I, and we were watching the B movie, and he was acting up a little bit, and so I told him to stop, and he wasn't stopping, and I was like, okay, if you don't stop, we're going to bed, and he didn't stop, and so I was like, fine, we're going to bed, and I turned off the B movie, and I brought him upstairs, and he was crying hysterically, like hysterically, and um, I was like, hey. You didn't listen, so now it's bedtime. But before we go to bed, we're actually going to go pee, and we're going to brush our teeth. Oh, he wouldn't stop crying, like, bawling, like, screaming, like, tantrum. And I was like, hey, you can cry. It's not going to let you stay up longer. You're still going to go to bed. I'm going to go to bed, too. It's not, it's not a me stay up kind of situation. Like, I'm trying to go to bed when you go to bed. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, he threw a tantrum. But I ended up getting him to go pee. Um, I ended up getting him to brush his teeth to get to bed. That was a really boring story. I'm really sorry, guys. I didn't realize how boring that was. But I guess it's just a typical bedtime tantrum. Huh. Yeah, just... You know, but I was like that growing up, too. I never liked going to sleep. I was always afraid because I would watch, like, scary stuff. 
I would always go to bed like watching CSI or Bones or like one of those kind of cop shows growing up before bed and so it made me a little nervous to go to bed but then I would be fine yeah I think growing up a lot of it I felt like I was gonna get murdered but here we are thriving and doing well and now horror is literally my whole life love 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 horror movies horror tv shows murder documentaries that's like the best shit we'll get into that a whole other day I'm sure okay um that's kind of everything I have uh this is again a shorter episode my voice is really not feeling good right now I need to blow my nose I need to cough I need to sneeze I need to do all these things I need to take a nap and I actually need to go drink my slurpee so I am going to end it off here saying thank you and again you know you do you whether you're a parent whether you are the hard worker who that just you do you whatever you want to do you do you and um yeah next week I'm hoping to get one of our guests on it depends on the scheduling but um if not I'm sure I will have something else very fun planned and I'm hungry my stomach is growling so I'm gonna go eat and do some stuff thank you for listening sorry this was such a weird episode and don't take it personally if you didn't like something I said anyways see you guys next week Bye-bye-bye!